again, pay no attention to me. I just drip. So, like I said, we're doing an unedited show. Um, so, everybody, everybody, watch your watch your language. Watch your language back there. Especially Max. He's back there kissing. Max and his girl pants. Are you recording yet? Yep. Are you really? Yep. Really? Really? Yeah, I think so. What a surprising thing to do in a recording studio. I know. My hair will get all flat these things. He gets their headphones on. So we shouldn't say anything bad now? Nope. Okay. That's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to stop stop recording. We're just going to keep going. All I'm going to do is when we take our break, I'll pause. Kevin, do you need some papers to shuffle for you? Oh, never mind. No. <laughs> oh, this is like restrictingly short. Can we make it longer? Yeah. Uh, pull on it. Yeah, well. <laughs> we're talking about a, 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 he- a headphone wire. Um, it might be as, that might be as far as it goes. Okay, let me we start recording and I become 12. <laughs> yeah, right. This is a crowd that likes to work blue. Oh, there's candy here. What kind of candy? Oh, she is so easily distracted. It's Six, amazing. Really. Sixless. I don't like those. Uh, don't be like eating those. Julie's candy. It's All right. Are fake, we ready? Fake we are. Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. In three, two, one. From the Bob Barley studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for August 26, 2009 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week by my good friends, Kathy Worling, Teresa Eccles, Walter Eccles, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Max Eccles is Max the Intern, as we will call him. There's too many Eccles, so we'll call him Max the Intern. He's back in the peanut gallery um, waiting for something to go carry or clean or pick up. Right, Max? We need one of those. Oh, he has a microphone, too. Yeah, you have a microphone there. Oh, don't let him talk. You may speak, Max. Yes, you are allowed to speak. (laughs) Only on permission? Yes, only when given permission. All right, in this week's show, Teresa and Walter are going to talk about uh, their visit to Cirque du Soleil last week over at uh, Downtown Disney. Kathy Whirling has a review of the Diamond Horseshoe Review Dinner that's going on right now as part of the free dining promotion over at the Magic Kingdom. And Walter and I are going to talk about our upcoming trip to Australia. We leave very, very soon. I really could use another week. So, mm. um, All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, apologize, it's going up late again this week. Um, schedules have been tough to coordinate the last few weeks, and uh, so it's been a little, a little nuts. There'll be none of that under my watch. <laughs> We're starting on time. Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I have an aunt who has a boss who told them they his employees they're forbidden to call in the morning and tell them he's going to they're going to be late. He doesn't allow that. Okay. <laughs> you just okay. show up late. Uh, no, you just and you're you not guys complain to about it. me. <laughs> um not when you're around. Oh, never when I'm around. <laughs> um we are uh I know we have some things in housekeeping uh to discuss. Uh I know that there are some people that are asking if uh, we're going to continue to do shows while Walter and I are in Australia. Absolutely, the show must go on. Um, so John will be sitting in for me, and uh, we will call in at least once while we're down there. We just have to coordinate times because it's like 
I think around the time that you guys would be recording, it would be like 5 o'clock in the morning over there. Oh, wow. You'll be so, up, right? About the time Pete's going to sleep. Probably. Yeah, really. Mm. Well, no, that's here. Not with Adventures no, I by out, Disney. I no. figured out. I figured out my sleep schedule here right now is oh, a perfect, perfect sleep schedule. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> I was saying this to my mother. I said, you know, I, I might as well just, you know, because I, I have these, I go through these cycles where, I, you know, I won't be able to fall asleep until like 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. And I'm in one of those cycles right now. I've actually been in that cycle for about a month. And, you know, I've been trying to reset my clock and trying to, you know, get back on a regular schedule. And it dawned on me. I'm like, you know what? Let me just stay on the schedule I'm on. I'll be fine when I get down there. Really? So if it's anything like our trip, you're up at the crack of dawn. Mm-hmm. And by the time they finally let you go, you're ready to fall sound asleep. Well, you see, oh, yeah, wow. that's um, the other thing I'm worried about is how active do I have to be on this trip? <laughs> You know, I keep thinking about, oh, the adventures part. You know, it's adventures by Disney. Sounds like a rather quick pace during the day. So, but yeah, it, it does. You had to climb hills or something, didn't you? Go to the top to get your Well, I've arranged taken. to have a litter carry me through the city. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who's Gundy been going with you? <laughs> right it's there. very Addy out of the Julian. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. I'm watching Rome. I've been watching that. Uh, just downloaded uh, both seasons of Rome to watch on the plane. So. Some of the best television ever. Ever, ever. What did, what did I say before he got yeah. here? Some Let's of the best stuff. Out. Ever, ever done. But, uh, all right, what do we got in housekeeping? John, I know you have a few things. We Before you it. start, can I go first? Sure, great. I just want to thank everybody yet again. I've taken another trip to the Good Wish as well. And I just have to say thank you to everyone who has written and called and emailed and PM'd and posted on the boards. I am a firm believer that that kind of positive energy really helps. And, again, I can't thank you enough for all the help I've gotten. Please send $5. <laughs> As he wipes away a tear I'm not crying I just drip He, he gave us the whole speech <laughs> I know, I'm just messing with him what, Nice to see somebody else crying I'm not no. crying Okay, tearing up Are we done talking about you now? <laughs> no, that's never done I was just going to say, say Feels that way That's a never ending discussion <laughs> We've uh, gotten a bunch of stuff in the podcast Mailbag. I don't know what to call it. Do we actually have a mailbag? <laughs> yeah, her name is Shirley. <laughs> She's standing there with a bag collecting our stuff. Uh, our first box of stuff is from Tinkbutt. And she is Katie. And she has given us some of the popcorn, the caramel popcorn Ooh. that we all loved last Ooh. time. Oh, that was nice. And she has included is some. Is that what you want me to take home with me? <laughs> no, this stays here. I make the exception for like caramel corn. Um, I don't know. I, I just I feel like I'm fighting a losing battle with weight. She also sent some uh, nice shirts. And you people, are, God love you, but you're no help. You fill this. You fill this damn studio with so much junk. I mean, it's good junk, but I mean, it's like, oh my god. Our next S- spot. Send us vegetables. <laughs> no, don't. don't. Somebody will send us vegetables. Our next uh, box of goodies comes from Jack. And Kim, who's Jack's mom, 99, on the boards. And she sent us a nice box of saltwater taffy. You know, you you got... Wow. A big box, too. A giant box. Tub of taffy. And some nice pictures. I'll pass those around for everybody to see. You notice I'm putting everything behind me? You are. (laughs) What's the deal? (laughs) There's chocolate down there. Go this way. We usually pass it around on the table. That must be just Jack. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. That's something you never say on the airplane. Hi, Jack. Yeah, we're fine. And our thanks last... For, thanks for that tip. I'll remember that. 
And our last box comes from Dylan. And Dylan's mom is Kathy Flood. She's magic to go on the boards. And I'm going to let you open that. Dylan sent us a very nice gift. It's already been opened. Dylan, was it food? Well, I have to open things to make sure they're not going to melt. <laughs> is pretty much what I have to do when they, they come in. Or if we should poke air holes oh, in the bars. Oh, wow. Wow, that's awesome. That's beautiful. It's a homemade stained Stained glass. glass. It's a a Mickey Mouse head with uh, the Diz underneath it in orange letters. It's really, really, that's great. That's cool. It's gorgeous. And Dylan wrote, hi, podcast crew. Um, I am nine. We love your podcasts, so I made this for you. I hope you can hang it in your studio from Dylan. That's pretty cool, Dylan. It's definitely going in the studio. It's cool. It's got oh, a yeah, we chain have, on it. For those who don't know, we have a uh, one wall of the studio is all corkboard, and we have hung up things that we've gotten uh, throughout the years, pictures, mementos, things like that. Uh, we hang up on the on the corkboard, so this will definitely have a place of prominence on the board along with uh, the pictures of uh, Jack and his sister. It's cool seeing the listeners' pictures because they're always yeah. asking to see ours. So it's nice to see. Our yeah, listeners. but we tell them no. <laughs> um, just uh, have you seen the numbers now for the podcast crews? I have over seven hundred people. Mm-hmm. Wow, over wow. seven hundred people signed up. We are more, well more than double the last one, oh and gosh. we still have over a year to go. It's going to be fun. So everybody and everywhere, still, and there's mm-hmm. still availability, right? I mean, the availability is not an issue on the sh- on that. Correct, there's still availability. We have a few staterooms left in our group space, and Teresa's actually looking into um, adding some more group space. Teresa, Teresa, Tracy's looking into. Let me know before you done. Like, wow! I didn't know she was trained on cruises. I actually don't even know what Teresa does. So Teresa, stop it! Stop it! You do so. All I know is she shows up here on Tuesdays and occasionally Wednesdays. And I, I avoid, don't know. And I avoid you the other six days. Teresa <laughs> has done. <laughs> Teresa has, has done a done. wonderful job with Dreams Race. She does handling just... off-property hotels. When you book an off-property hotel with us, you're dealing with either Teresa or Walter. I mean, that's, Teresa. Teresa. That's what I do. That <laughs> I, cat litter. This is Teresa. Can I take your reservation? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that why our yeah. numbers are up? Is she charging 99 cents a minute? Well, I, you know, I, thought it was, I thought it was odd when she asked me if we can get a one number <laughs> for reservation. Happy okay. birthday, Mr. President. That's right. That's what I do best. But, um, yes, I was really happy to see that. So, Anything else? Anything That's else it. Housekeeping? That's it. Thank you very much, everybody, who sent us stuff. We've got some so, prizes. We have prizes. Yes, we do. We have prizes. For I hope we have prizes because we have two guys that want prizes. All right. Well, I have prizes to give. Patrick Kramer, which is the song we played two yes, weeks ago. Yes, wonderful. The wonderful song. Who friended me on Facebook. Great guy. Number 29. Number 29. You have won. Keys to the Kingdom Tour for two. You and a guest will take a behind-the-scenes look at the Magic Kingdom. Includes lunch at the Columbia Harbor House. All participants must be 16 years of age or older, and the approximate value of this prize is $120. Congratulations, and thanks for listening. Yay. There's actually, an, I just read something interesting about that song that he parodied. Uh, it just broke, it's broken all records. It's been on the charts and it's hit the, the, the most number of charts, like the adult contemporary, the pop. You mean the original song that he I'm chose? I'm Yours to- by Jason Mraz. It's broken 
every record ever held, and they kind of feel that it might be untouchable at this point. It's go, it's gone so far beyond the record that was previously held that they feel this song will be the best selling, one of the best selling songs of all time. Wow! Well. Oh, it's raining. Oh, it's been yeah. Come oh. on, Okay. She is distractible, isn't she? <laughs> it's, it's, it's really it's short attention span theater with put, this one. Put put the on if, if there was ever like a case, a if there was ever a case to be made for an adult needing Ritalin, it's oh my God. Right it's so wrong. Put all the things away. <laughs> <laughs> don't do don't no sudden movements. <laughs> I mean, that's because her eyesight is based on movement. <laughs> that's so right. Messed up. And they have okay. to get her so she hunts. My son's listening to this. Okay, we have another prize. So are twenty thousand other people. So, all All right, right. he's perfected the act of looking like he's listening. Look at him. This is wrong. Yeah, I think that's genetic. He's so smiling. The male Eccles—they're very good at that. Ooh. Ooh. Note to self: Don't let Calvin listen to this. (laughs) Okay. The next one is Don Puckett. He was the July email winner. Y'all know Don? We do oh, know Don. I, I, I'm, I think I know the name. I'm here to fix your copy. Of course I know Don. Yeah, the copy man, yeah. Of course we know Don. It, who uses, quote, quote, Superman music. Love him. All right, well, what number did he oh, pick? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's my job. 26. 26. You have won... A $50 Disney gift certificate, good at any Disney store or Disney theme park. Thanks for listening, and congratulations. Yay. You can spend it on me. Uh, um, he's got a wife named Tamara, who I bet gets her hands on it. We love Tamara. We met her on the cruise for the first time. Aren't you one of his wives I on am. Facebook? The latest edition. Mm. Mm. Okay. I don't who know else what that we? means. Congratulations, Don. Who else do we have? <laughs> um, that's it. That's it? Just two. All right. Not giving it any of the prizes, ever. Actually, I think we have some. We have to make up some uh, prizes on the uh, reviews uh, database, people. So maybe, uh, maybe each week while I'm gone, John, you give away a, a prize to them. Sure, I'll record my own. <laughs> you have won absolutely nothing. <laughs> Here's five dollars. You have won a chance to come clean John's house. Yeah, yeah. we have half a box of Q-tips at our house here. You can have it. Yeah, can give away Max for like six hours at a time to do something. For That's illegal, okay. Teresa. Called prostitution. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. There's some sixty-five-year-old men hanging hanging around outside the house. Can Max come out? <laughs> I'm here. We've for been asking now. ourselves that question for years. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. Was wrong, Uncle Pete. <laughs> We're going to start a new charitable donation I'm, I'm, for Teresa's children's therapy. <laughs> I'm moving into vacation mode now. No one is safe. All right. So that's it. Anything else in housekeeping? I'm done. You're done. Okay. All right. We will move on with the news. First news story. I love hearing stuff like this. Natalie Marston, a 22-year-old Disneyland employee, was working a side job as Snow White when she bought a lottery ticket back in February. On Saturday night, less past Saturday night, that made her $5.2 million richer. Her scratch-off lottery ticket guaranteed her $2,000 and qualified her to go on a 30-minute lottery TV show. As the show's winner, she took home the $5.2 million jackpot. Uh, she no longer works at Disneyland, but the money wasn't... No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, 
herself. But the money was not what made her quit. She gave up her job four months ago to pursue acting. Uh, she's been working as an actress since she was five years old and is hoping to be able to continue. Well, $5.2 million you can put on your own play. Yeah. You know? Um, I have $5.2 million. I'm going to go back and make eight. But, you know, that's, you know, that's, I just love hearing stories like that, you know, especially, you know, for anybody, but for a cast member. Um, I think it was pretty cool for what they have to put up with and, oh, yeah. you know, hearing a story about one, especially with all the garbage that's been going on. Now she doesn't have to live with those seven men anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Disneyland, our second news story is that there uh, will apparently not be a third park anytime soon uh, out in California. Uh, the Strawberry Field, which was a, uh, is a big, well, strawberry field adjacent to Disneyland, uh, was bought up by Disney a few years back. And uh, when they bought it, there was all sorts of speculation about what was going to be done with it. Uh, we heard they were going to put up like a, you know, kind of one of those micro parks like Discovery Cove, uh, you know, something really expensive that they limit the admission to. Uh, we've heard all sorts of rumors a water park was going to go in there. But now it's a parking lot. So I guess Disney has no plans for it right now. But remember the last time Disney had a parking lot, they built California Adventure. So, you know, who knows? But, uh, yep, the Harbor, the Harbor Boulevard Strawberry Field uh, has been turned into a parking lot. Now, I don't, I, but I don't think, when we were there... Mm-mm, it was green. I don't think it was paved over. It was not. So that must have just happened. They paved over Paradise and put, put up, up a parking lot. Oh, room. Lord, I was oh. waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Mitchell over here is going to get out of guitar and start it singing folk off. music to us. You were like that when you were in the 60s, Kathy, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Really? Oh yeah. I heard Kathy was at Woodstock. <laughs> I, I I spent a lot of time face down this past week, and one of the things I did was watched movies on my iPhone, and I watched all of all seven hours, I think, of Woodstock, the wow. movie on my iPhone. It was dull. <laughs> <laughs> That's because they didn't tell you the good stuff. Yeah, they cut out all the good stuff. Yeah. All right, our third news story, our final news story this week. <sighs> It was a slow news week. Uh, a new math-based experience is coming to Epcot's Intervention Pavilion in the fall of 2009, sponsored right by Raytheon, the attraction, the sum of all thrills. Because nothing says fun like math. <laughs> you took the words <laughs> right out of my mouth. They did a garbage sorting exhibit. They did a buy-home insurance exhibit or something, and now they're doing a math exhibit. Mommy, can we go to the math exhibit, please? I just don't think we're going to be hearing that. These are the same guys who are cutting backs off chairs. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Did right. you make that up? No, no I'm. I'm actually- he's trying to read the story. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to get through the story here. Um, this interactive experience is designed to excite children about math, science, and technology. Raytheon has also started an initiative called Math Moves You, <laughs> which will promote math and science to middle schoolers. Now, there are teachers listening to this who are, are, are probably not happy that we're laughing about this, but I'm sorry. This Never oh. fear. I'll be there opening day. I'm sure oh, you will. No doubt. Would you rather ride test track or do math? Oh, rush my children over one. there. Yeah. Is there any description as to how they're going to do this? No. Not that I have here, but... Well, see, I, I'm hoping, like, that piggy bank thing that was supposed to teach you about money and finance, that actually turned out pretty cute. So maybe the math thing. What is this called? Math moves you? Math move. Well, this is uh, the actual attraction is called the sum of all thrills. 
and uh, it's part of a larger program uh, by Raytheon called Math Moves You, where they pro- you know put stuff like this together and they provide scholarships and stuff like that on, on math and science to middle schoolers. Must be something in it because uh, the, all the papers Stella brought home from school the first day, there was a lot of math stuff in there about... That's because she's in school. I know, but I mean, it was more than normal. <laughs> it was like, you know, some math contest and... They're going to do another one, you know, before the end of the year. Updating your resume. Oh, <laughs> cool. Isn't Raytheon the battery people? I think that's Rayovac. I think that's Rayovac. Raytheon's a, uh, they're a defense contractor, Raytheon. <laughs> Really? Aren't they? I don't know. I thought they were the battery people. I don't know. <laughs> no. I, I, no, Raytheon is... I don't know what they I'm, are. Uh, I'm almost 100% certain they're a defense contract. Um, you know. It's going to be like Terminator. <laughs> How much is two and two? <laughs> the defense contract people are teaching our kids about math. You seem right. How many employees does Skynet have? Exactly. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to Raytheon's homepage just to see what they say about themselves. What they have to say for themselves. (laughs) Answer for yourselves. This makes for great live radio. I know, right? (laughs) Oh, boy, apparently I have to read through an awful lot. Isn't there like an About Us button? There is, but it's like the company history, and... It starts in 1922, and I don't have that much time. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, um, I'm really not that interested in the answer. I'm, I'm certain if I'm wrong that someone will correct me, but I'm almost... Well, no, a they're bomb on the homepage. got to be defense contractor. It's like satellites and bombs in the homepage. <laughs> the first thing oh, that was a bomb. <laughs> so, yes, these are the people that are going to teach your children about math and science. So if you had three bombs and you take a one... <laughs> Can you send one somewhere? Okay. Oh, stop, stop, stop. This could go to off bit. Yeah, this could go for an unedited show. We really want to watch what track that goes on. But So, yeah, defense contractors are moving into Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> Skyland. Oh, my. So, all right, well, that will do it for the news. Oh, and you know what? I've got to go find the weather. It's raining. <laughs> yeah, it's raining. Consider yourself advised. And Tropical Storm Danny. I know. Danny. You know, don't 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 do this to me. This has been my fear all along. So as soon as we get on that plane and go to Australia, some kind of category eleven hurricane <laughs> is gonna come tearing through central Florida. It's gonna be the day no, after tomorrow. Exactly. It's <laughs> gonna be like a, the end of the world. Here. Danny's going the other way and you're going to California, right? If there's a category there. eleven, you've got to go to that Raytheon exhibit <laughs> and learn your math. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. That's my son's name. You keep going. Ray- we're Raytheon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say Raytheon. Raytheon, Raytheon, Raytheon whirling? We call him Raytheon. Raytheon. <laughs> it's Raytheon. <laughs> he was born in Africa. You better ride that till the wheels fall off. I am. Oh, Pete. Oh, that's all right. It's a dam. <laughs> there we go. That's what I was going for. It's good to have your own timpani, though. <laughs> Danny is your son's name? Yes, but it okay. seems weird when you hear the news and they go, yeah. we're going to talk about Danny. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, the tropical storm. We're filling time for you. Grace is waiting for three more because Grace will be here then. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. She's hoping school's <laughs> out. All right, the weather finally. Um... 
It's going to be hot and it's going to rain. It's going to be hot and it's going to rain. It's pretty much it. Um, you're looking at you know temperatures in the upper 80s to low 90s during the day. Down into the mid-70s at night, you got at least a 40% chance of rain every day um, for the next 10 days. Mm. So, yeah, it's going to suck to be you, and uh, I'm going to Australia. <laughs> and what's the weather going to be like for you? Um, it will be perfect, or, <laughs> or Disney will pay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will hold Disney accountable for the weather. Okay. It's supposed to be very nice. Ayers Rock is very hot, but um, Sydney... Is really Aluru. Nice. It's not Airs Rock anymore. Aluru. It's Aluru. Is it on Star Trek? <laughs> that was Aurora. <laughs> <Aurora. laughs> so, well, I mean, because yeah, the weather's been. I mean, it's been muggy. It's been. It's been miserable. Miserable. Yeah. It really has been. I'm so glad. <laughs> and then we have love bugs. Woo! <laughs> I'll be. We'll be gone for that. We'll be gone for. We'll love. save some for you. We'll be gone for love bug season. Mm. Yay! Yay! All right. <laughs> now they get to see how important the editing really is. This is better when they cut this crap out. <laughs> A lot of dead time here. All right. Uh, let's move on to rapid fire. And who would like to go first? Julie would. Teresa. Me over here. Oh, oh yeah. Corey and Julie. I, did I even mention that Corey and Julie weren't going to be here this week? I don't know. <laughs> they I just figure- did it in her honor because... She's always like lightning. When you're not talking about me, I don't really care. <laughs> John just tunes out. They would have figured it out sooner or later. So. John? Go ahead, Teresa. Rock the Universe. I don't know if somebody's already done that. I didn't listen to that show. No, not. just keep going. Okay. Keep going. Um, you're invested. I did have it. Go September ahead. 11th and the 12th, Rock the Universe is coming, a weekend that will rock your soul. It's Christian bands. First night, Switchfoot, David Crowder, Jeremy Camp. Third day, casting crowns. Okay, wait. We went from the first to the no, third. No, third day no, is the, the name, name of, of a band. band. <laughs> Stop. Pete. Uh, my, my finger slipped. I don't know a lot of Christian music. Well, Grace is going the first night with the church. Um, one night is forty nine ninety nine. Two nights, seventy nine ninety nine. I can also take a nap with my eyes open. <laughs> the best deal is the ninety nine ninety nine. I'm sorry, seventy nine ninety nine. Can't edit that out, can you? If you get both nights, no, totally. Plus you, admission, unedited show. Plus admission for the weekend to both parks. What time does the park close and then open again for the new event? Does it say? It doesn't, but I know um, from the letter we got from the church, Grace is going to be there at four o'clock, and you don't need a ticket to get in. So I'm assuming shortly after that, four to. Midnight, I think. So, annual pass holders get a fifteen to thirty dollar savings. So, cool. Some people are looking forward to this. I'm, sure, you know, people love it. It's a big thing. It's a big, big event. So, oh, cool. if you have ten or more in your group, you get it. There's different pricing. Cheaper. Cool. I'm done. Cool. Thank you, Teresa. Mm-hmm. Walter, David. I have one. The Osborne Family Lights has been changed. Um, it's going to run from November tenth. 2009 through really? January 4th, 2010. Wow. It's been moved up. Yeah, they're expanding the... That's, a, that's an unusually long run for Osborne. Don't they usually have that starting like around Thanksgiving? They usually mm-hmm. do, yep. Yeah. That's cool. Disney's adding something. It's yeah. stunning. Yeah, really. Cool. Thank you, cool. Walter. It's my turn. 
Yes, if you'd like it to oh, be. Yes. All right, I'm ready. Yeah. We know you can't see, but we know you can hear. Walter, <laughs> then you. Round table. All right, exactly. <laughs> the car ride home is not going to be the sum of all thrills. I just want you to know. Uh, I, Kathy and I just learned recently that there is a man in Mashpee, Massachusetts, named John, who is a postal <laughs> worker. And one of our moderators, uh, Marsha, goes in to visit him, and they discuss Disney. And Marsha was in one day, and he was asking about Disney. He knows that Marsha works with Disney. And he asked her if she listened to the podcast. He listens to the podcast. He's a great fan. And he wanted to know if she knew the podcast crew and she said yes she knew all of us and he was quite excited so i kind of learned about that through reading stuff on the um the moderators section of the boards and i just wanted to say hello to john the Hi, postal john. worker in mashpee massachusetts he's mashpee. apparently um a great fan so i thought we should at least acknowledge that he's listening yes absolutely and john if, if you ever meet remember uh you you, you cannot look directly at us <laughs> I would revert your eyes. Your heads must always be lower than ours. That's right. Don't make eye contact. Do not make eye contact. I'm coming. Mash pee. Like mashed taters? Or <laughs> okay. Look, you, comes from, you come from Biggsville. <laughs> <laughs> There's a history there. What, what do they do in mash pee? The same thing they do in, Mi- Bigsville. in Biggsville. <laughs> Only closer to the water. <laughs> Pete almost said, you comes from Biggsville. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, and if I need to, I have the I have the clip. You did call her baby. I, did I, I call her baby. Babe. Did. Was it babe? I played it back. I played it back. I got I got like right down to the. I knew we heard it. The last sound. It was absolutely you called her baby. <laughs> okay. Oh, she's blushing. I heard maybe. No, we all heard baby. Okay, baby. <laughs> come on, Scylla. Next, he's going to come in here with the gold chains around his neck. Polly has to show it open to the navel. I knew it. I knew it. Get in the car, Satin. <laughs> come on, baby. <laughs> After me, it's your Max, turn. Max, get my water out of Is it my turn now? It is now. I couldn't tell, by the way, you guys were just stealing my time. Catch, <laughs> John. This is, a, this is an article that I read on examiner.com, and I've decided to steal this from them because I think it's hysterical. Brain surgeon busted for giving consultations at Walt Disney World's <laughs> yeah, Grand Floridian Resort. I saw that. <laughs> Dr. Paolo Bolognese, a Long Island brain surgeon, gave free consultations in the lobby of the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa <laughs> for at least two consecutive years. Oh, my God. Without a license to practice medicine in Florida. Orlando residents and others waited in line for his advice inside the Lux Disney Hotel. Okay. <laughs> we need the sum of a thrills. number thrills thing to figure out the level of stupidity involved in this. Who goes to the Grand Floridian to be consulted on your brain? Well, first of all, how do you, how do you advertise that? <laughs> now receiving people in the lobby of the Grand Floridian? We take Humana and Medicare. <laughs> Now, here's what really cracks me up. They actually talked to somebody who did it. <laughs> she gave that her name. Kristen Keene, an Orlando resident, told the Daily News that she had an hour-long consultation with Bolognese in 2005. Bolognese? 
She said the surgeon compared her brain to Baywatch star P- Pamela Anderson's breasts <laughs> at age 60 and without a bra. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been your first clue. Oh my god! So was he? Was there treatment involved, or just? Oh, I, let me see the consults. Last. He had his cat scan machine with him. <laughs> it doesn't say he gave her any kind of medicine. Did he open up her cranium like the uh, Grand Floridian Cafe. First of all, let me let the pressure up of your brain. First of all, you went to this guy for a consultation. <laughs> You listened to him and, I guess, paid him. I don't know. And then you're dumb enough to give your full name and say, I went to him in this yeah, way really. only. I just, it boggles the if mind. If your doctor's in a hotel lobby, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. any, any hotel lobby. Well, what does it mean when your brain looks like Pamela Anderson's boob when she's old? He said, he's working in the hotel lobby, Teresa. <laughs> I, I mean, I want to know what. Meaning that I was old and saggy, apparently, and not functioning properly. Needed an implant. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I just, that okay, sorry cracked me. That's, that's, that's bizarre. bizarre. That's a bizarre story I read. read that he earlier. laughed about that for like 45 minutes the other day and then he read something on the board <laughs> and he went for a consultation. People who bought things that were silly. <laughs> Did you spend money on something silly? <laughs> the budget board. There's this great thread about what's the silliest thing you ever spent money on? And uh, people would say things like, I bought a car that was a lemon, or I, sp- I bought something in an infomercial that was a waste of money, or we bought a boat and we never use it. All sort of normal stuff. The last one I read was, <laughs> I bought a dog, sight unseen, for $600 that apparently had brain damage. <laughs> it ran around the kitchen table for hours at a time <laughs> and then would snap at her breasts, ripping, <laughs> ripping her shirt into shreds. <laughs> He tried so hard to get Rain to do this. <laughs> I th- I, the picture of this dog running around the kitchen table for hours at a time cracked me up. Snapping at her. It's like three pages long. And there's some funny stuff in there, but that one really... Now, what do you do for a living? You ask me what I do. You're reading this stuff off the internet? I have to be informed of what's going on oh, okay. on our boards. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> this was the same day as the guy giving <laughs> brain examinations. <laughs> She should have brought her dog over to the grand <laughs> He needed a consultation. If you don't have good insurance, you have to go to the doctor at Pop Century. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You'll have to go to a value resort. <laughs> They're the HMO. You have to go to the value doctor. <laughs> well, thank you for that very entertaining rapid fire, John. Kathy. Jeez, I hate to follow that one because now I'm going to be serious, but... Disney Cruise Line today had their keel-laying ceremony for the Disney Dream, and it was um, Captain Tom and Donald Duck, and they laid this um, little coin that they had made, and that's the first part of them creating the ship where they put it into the, what they call it, the box or whatever, where they're actually going to build the ship. So the Disney Dream's coming online supposedly in 2011. They better they, get moving. Where are they building it this year? Is this Germany? Yeah. Yeah, they're building Happenburg, it in Germany. Happenburg, Germany. Building it landlocked. And they're, they're building it in sections. Um, there's 80 blocks, and the first block that they're putting together weighs approximately 380 tons. So that would be interesting to that see. That would hurt if it fell on your foot. Cool. Yeah. But can you imagine, like, 
like blocks. I mean, I know it's not like blocks, but it's like Legoland, like yeah. build your Disney Put it cruise together. ship. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. John's was funnier. Oh, I know. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that, Kathy. Um, let's take a break. So, all right, we'll do uh, the Australia segment first. Sure. Um, go to Kathy on the review, and Teresa will talk to you about uh, La Nuba. La Nuba. Oh, and now Max is at the table, or either that or Walter got much younger. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, three, two, one. All right, that'll do it for Rapid Fire this week. Uh, we're going to move on to our first segment. And just to let everybody know, Walter had to go to a doctor's appointment, so Max is now sitting in for him at the table. Yay. <laughs> if we lose any more people, we're going to take, like, your gardener. Yeah, really. <laughs> the guy who installed the air conditioner, Freddie. Yeah, I finally have the air conditioning. The guy next door with the weed whacker. <laughs> finally have air conditioning on the other side of my house. Yay. Wow. Finally. The West Wing is now it, cool. Well, there was a crane. There was a, at 10 o'clock this morning, there was this massive crane in my front yard that lifted the old air conditioner oh, off wow. the roof and put the new one up. You have an unusual setup here. Well, that's because that part of the house was an add-on. Oh. And they made it a... Um, they, they had to put an additional air conditioning unit, and they decided to put it on the roof for some reason. Don't ask me why. Now, if you go out to Vegas, every air conditioner is on the roof. Really? Yep. It has to do with... People will probably correct me if I'm wrong. My understanding is it has to do with flash floods. Because when it rains out there, it rains so hard and so fast, the ground can't absorb oh, well, it. Yeah. And the ground is rock, so the water doesn't right. absorb. And so they get high levels of water, so they put all the air conditioners on the roofs. And that sort of fascinated us. We'd be on Vegas going, why do they do that? That's so weird. So here in Florida, it's in case a hurricane comes and the water goes up? I don't think. I, no. This I mean, is the only one I've ever seen yeah, on a no, roof. Most, most uh, air conditioners in Florida are not on the roof. Yeah, mine isn't. So, but... Uh, I don't even know where mine is. So anyway, not that that matters in the grand scheme of anything. <laughs> what do you know where your air conditioner is? I know where the switch is to make it cooler. <laughs> it's that big the silver thing with a fan on top outside. Well, I'd have to go outside to see it. Oh. All right. So anyway, <laughs> um, Walter and I are getting ready for our, our big trip, our Adventures by Disney trip to... Uh, Australia. What are you doing to get ready? What's your preparation for this trip? Because this is different than any other trip you've taken. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Well, well, the first thing I did, which I was excited to do, was uh, I went to wellsfargo.com and was able to purchase Australian money. Um, I'm going to have to get a cab at the airport when we get in there to get to the hotel. And I figure I might as well. I need, probably need to have some Australian money on me because I don't know if they're going to take U.S. dollars. So I got... Oh, oh it's pretty. Look at the colors. How do we get all... See what I do? It's all bundled, bunched up now. So I got uh, traveler's checks, but these are... It looks like Monopoly money. It looks like play money. (laughs) We did the same thing when we went to Italy. It's pretty money, but what annoys me is each denomination, (laughs) each bill denomination is a different length. But see, that's oh, not all. But that's very intelligent. They do that with the euro as well. That's for people who have a limited no, sight. No, our way is the best way. Is it? They do it's it for people who have, have sight issues. They can tell the difference in the money they're getting, so they oh. know what to spend and what they're getting back. Like right now. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's over there. Pretty much. Um, Other than Queen Elizabeth, I don't know who these Australian people yeah. are. It looks like a lot. Is it a lot? We Well, it, you know, the exchange rate was um, between the traveler's checks and the cash, I got... I spent like fourteen hundred and fifty dollars and got like seventeen hundred and change 
in Australian dollars. Have and you, the koala. <laughs> have you, koala. like, let your credit cards know that you're going to be overseas and yes. things like that? Yes. It's important to do. We, uh, we, we had some cash on us. We got some euros before we went. And most of the time, we put everything on credit card because your credit card uh, protects you for any purchases that you make. Right. And But, I mean, like, you might want a bottle of water and it, you feel like a nitwit with your credit card out. You know? Well, no, yeah, I definitely want to have cash. And like I said, you know, I've got, you know, some real Australian cash and then I've got, you know, more in traveler's checks. I wonder who Mary Reby is. Look at her. She's very important. She's on the twin. Like Martha Washington. What's really cool is uh, don't make fun of their people. I'm not. I just think she looks interesting. Other countries. Elizabeth was. I didn't know who the other people were. Other countries, their security, their money security is. uh, They make their money a certain way, so it can't be counterfeited. And a lot of them use that sort of either a hologram or a cellophane window, and we don't do that. So. No, we have all sorts of watermarks and inlays and. Paul Newman. But also feel the paper. Like Paul Newman. The paper is like really – feels like it's I can like print it out on my inkjet. Yeah. We, have, um, we have about 144 euros left from our trip, and we still have it home. Which is like worth $20,000, isn't right. it? Right, exactly. pretty much. That's um, our retirement. Yeah. <laughs> Disney pins, a, a big jar of coins, and $144 in euros. Not $144, That's your retirement 144 plan. euros. That's our retirement plan. And I, I won't let them give it back. It's my insurance that I'm going back someday. Well, so yeah, that's one of the things I did was got the you know the Australian money, um, and just you know making lists of everything that needs to be taken care of. Max and uh, Max and and Kelvin are going to be staying at the house while I'm while, while I'm gone. I don't want the house empty, so you know I've got to you know make sure that everything is uh, is all set for them. Um, you know, uh, had to call the thank God I, I called the security company. Uh, yesterday to add Max and Kelvin to the list because uh, there was like a problem. <laughs> there was a problem with the account, and it's like like there was, we weren't. Be, it wasn't being monitored. Oh no! So yeah, they fixed it. Thank God. That's bad. Yeah. So and it wasn't my fault either. But thank God I called. <laughs> thank really? God I. Well, no. I mean, they were like, yeah, it was just weird. It was weird. So some, you know, somebody's coming out tomorrow to make some fixes to the system, and. Uh, so we're all good. But, uh, so, you know, doing stuff like that, figuring out what to pack, you know, going, traveling for three weeks, it's like, you know, I can't put three weeks' worth of clothes right. into, so, you know, how many days am I packing for? I'm telling myself I'm packing for seven, seven days. And then, you know, do laundry and dry cleaning while, while we're there. Right. I'll give you a hint, and you probably know this, but I something you should do is as soon as you get to a new hotel, give them everything you want to clean because it could take them a day or two to get that back to you and you may be moving to the next hotel by then so as soon as you show up and get to the new hotel say listen here's my yeah. give me your dirty laundry I've, the minute you so get we there. did that's oh, cool yeah. yep right down to socks <laughs> at one point it was funny they would come back and they would be pressed your socks oh yeah and they oh, were cool. they folded well one place we went they they wrapped everything up in tissue and brought it back to you so you had to like unwrap your socks oh geez it was fun <laughs> they just bought new ones every time and threw your nasty ones away. have you started Putting anything in a suitcase, like oh, I'm I'm going to need this. I'll put this. Um, no, I haven't. I uh, actually start packing tonight. Um, I'll start packing tonight, <coughs> and uh, it's I have a list of everything. I was you know, just ask you I have, have a list. I have I have several lists on my desk right now 
of you know things I've got to make sure I get done before I go. Have you got one of those bags that you can stick in your pocket, like zips into a little pouch? We found those kind of useful. It, um, they sell them out at Disney now. They're in a little pouch, and you unzip it, and it becomes like a grocery bag kind of thing. And we found those were easy to take with For us. When I go grocery shopping, oh, I have one of no, those. just because you pick up stuff along the way that you don't um, have, you don't want to carry in your hand. It's like a little two by yeah, little it fits bag. into a little mm-hmm. little zipper. Let pouch. me let me ask you something. When when you did your Adventures by Disney trip, what kind of backpack did they give you? It was a really nice. Uh, part of it was suede. With it was the, an actual backpack. It was actual it's my understanding backpack. they've gone for a while. They went to a messenger bag. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll show you what we got. I, you know, it's decent, but it's not as nice as what you got. Ours was really nice. Part of it was suede and had the emblem on the back. Mm. And a- I found it very, very secure. I had read all these travel advisories, and um, they suggested you buy a cross-body bag that has a wire running through it in case somebody goes by you on a scooter and tries to slice it off you. And, and I thought, if anybody does that, I'm just giving them my crap. Um, really <laughs> take just it. take it. Well, don't don't slice nothing off me. But I found it very easy. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like the idea of things on my back. I didn't like the idea of uh, right. people having right. access. Yeah. Everybody else on the trip seemed to use the backpack that they gave us without incident. But I liked having something in front of me. The good thing is when you get on this trip, people are going to look out for each other. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So people are going to watch for you, and you'll watch for them. So. No, I won't. <laughs> really? It's every man for himself. <laughs> Do you know the people that are going on No, there? and they shouldn't talk to me. Death Race Adventures by Death I said to Walter, I said, you know, we'll find a, you know, at dinner we'll find a table by ourselves in the corner. <laughs> yes, so, so not, not going to happen. You're going to come home with new family. Do you know the first night you have to do that? Go around a room and who are you and oh, no. what are your expectations? No, really? Yeah. Yeah, you have to play the getting to know you game. No, no. I Walk wouldn't. around, you have to ask people questions so you get to know I'm Murray Abramowitz from, <laughs> from Bensonhurst. Think of the scene in The King and I when Anna gets to know the kids. There you go. <laughs> and. Um, but what about as far as you've got like a power converter? No, that I, I've got to get over to Best Buy. I've got to get over to Best Buy and get that. I found the best place to buy it was in a luggage shop. Yeah. You buy the converter, and it has all the adapters to it. Oh, okay. They were expensive, though. I well, think I'm going to be up at the mall. Bucks. I'm going to be up at the mall tonight anyway. So. Go, um, go in one of the luggage shops, and they sell the – they'll even have the little chart there, which will tell you which one you're going to need. Okay. Got your clear bottles for liquids and stuff like that. I don't bring liquids onto the plane. Anything like all my toiletries and stuff are packed in my my bag. So, are you flying coach or first class? Um, we'll be in business class. When we went, they gave us little packets of. No, first class was forty two thousand dollars round trip. We were not flying Whoa. first class. And the only reason we got business class was we got lucky. I had bought seats in premium economy on Qantas, and they have no premium economy on the planes that we're taking going there and coming back. So they put you in business class. <coughs> so that's where, that's where we are. Yay. They gave us these little travel packs, and they had socks and a toothbrush and stuff in them. It was fun. Um, is there something I forgot? Oh, are you reading up about all the stuff you're going to do on the trip? Have you gotten familiar um, with all the things? To, to some degree, yeah. I mean, I'm familiar with the hotels. I'm familiar with the areas we're going to be going to. Um, you know, there's a couple of, like, hiking through the rainforest. I'm like, I'll stay at the hotel that day. Unless you, again, unless you're going to carry me on a litter, you know, and carry me up where we got to go, and then there's that cable car that we got to get on. That very amazing race. Have you ta- loaded up your? Are you taking your Kindle with you? 
Kindle's loaded up. Because it doesn't work out of the country, you know. In terms of updating. Right. You can't. Yeah. And you can do it through your computer. You can download things to your... Are you taking a laptop? Of course. Okay. So you can download things to your laptop and then move it to your Kindle, but you can't use the whispering. I'd be lost. I'd be lost three weeks without my laptop. That's like the impossible. Just can't be done. Can't be done. Are you going to be calling home? Occasionally, not often. I don't want to think about you people while I'm down here. <laughs> really? Do you notice that look he had on his face? Really? Like, what are you talking about? Are you going to accept the collect call from Mary Abramowitz? <laughs> Mary! <laughs> but, uh, it's going to be so much fun. It, it is. Really is. It, it is. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I know my, my excitement levels right now may be a little low because I'm tired, but um, no, we are looking forward to it. I know Walter's getting excited. <laughs> well, we start out, we arrive in... Uh, We'll arrive in uh, uh, Brisbane on the 2nd of September, and then we have to get a connecting flight from Brisbane to Cairns, and then take a taxi into uh, Palm Cove. Uh, that was another uh, uh, a disaster averted. There's a Sea Temple Resort and Spa in uh, Port Douglas, and there's another one in Palm Cove. I thought the one we were staying at was the one in Port Douglas. That's where I booked my extra nights on the front of the trip. Got an email from them yesterday saying, you do, you are aware that, you know, we know that you have this reservation here, but the Adventures by Disney Group stays at the, well, the resort. good thing they told you. I, I was really impressed that she caught that. Um, I'm not the quite, hotel caught it? The hotel okay. caught it, yeah. Wow. Otherwise, I would have gotten there and gone to the wrong hotel. Mm. And I'm not sure how far apart they are, but still, that would have sucked. I've done that already. Yeah, that's not fun. So, you know. It's uh, so but, so we get we get like seven days in that you know Palm Cove Port Douglas area which is where the Great Barrier Reef is mm. and then we're out uh, we're out in uh, Alice Springs uh, by Ayers Rock Aluru uh, for two nights that's when we get to do the isn't that where they went and played Priscilla Queen of the Desert yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Springs. And uh, my my knowledge of Australia, yeah, is basically <laughs> so was you know unfortunately so was mine. That and Muriel's wedding. <laughs> Although I've been you know I always watch a lot of documentaries and stuff about about Australia. I've been watching even more, but uh, so we're there for two nights and then it's uh, off to Sydney, where part of the Adventures by Disney trip in Sydney goes on for three day uh, four days three nights, and then Walter and I are in Sydney an additional seven seven days. Mm. After that, we come back. On the 21st, I actually fly back from California on the 22nd. So, And what condition I'll be in when I get back is anybody's guess. How long is the flight? The flight from Los Angeles to Brisbane is like 16 hours. Oh, my gosh. Um, What's your plans for those hours? Um, Nicotrol inhaler. Okay. <laughs> Good. Nicotrol inhaler. Did you ever see Lewis Black, the comedian? He talks about going to, where does he go? The Netherlands? New Zealand. He goes to New Zealand. It's a 22-hour flight. Do you want to know what you do for 22 hours? Well, they feed you, then they bring your liquor, then food, liquor, 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 food, movie, food, liquor, 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 movie, movie, food, movie, and then you have 18 hours left. (laughs) (laughs) He said, if you want to know what it's like, go in your living room, scrunch your shoulders up, and squeeze your head for 22 hours. (laughs) (laughs) I love Louis Black. He's funny. On the way back from Italy, we had first-class seats. And the first class seat, the, the, the flight attendant comes over to me and says, I just want you to know that none of the electronic stuff in this seat works. And we had flown out together and spent the whole 
eight days together. So she said to me, I have a seat in the back. Would you like to sit in that seat? Because the movie, your in-flight movie, pops up out of the armrest, and it's a little screen in front of you, so you get to pick which movie you want. So I said to John, are you okay if I go sit in the back? And he goes, yeah, sure, go ahead. So I went back, and the seat that I was in was right next to the flight attendant area. And I just sat back there, minding my own business. Well, come to find out, none of the electronics in John's seat worked either. <laughs> a 10-hour flight, I sat there staring straight ahead. I couldn't well, no, you see, that's why... That's why, I mean, you know me, I must be entertained at all times. Well, what was funny was he would come to the back where I was, and because I was being nice to the flight attendants, they would say to me, can I get you anything? So he comes back, and I've got the movie on, and I've got a blanket, and I've got a pillow, and I've got a hot fudge sundae, and I've got a bowl of roasted pecans, and I've got all the (laughs) drinks I want, and they're like sitting there rubbing my back. And he looks at me and goes, nothing at my seat works. (laughs) Will you trade seats with me? No. That's the, the worst part about it. Is that now? Were you on a 747 when you went? I don't know. Yes. 747's the wide body, two stories. No. No, we were in a. We were M- a no, we were in a 727. 727. Yeah, see, now that's, I'm excited because the, this is my first time on a 747. Oh, wow. Oh, this is like the one This where is the, the big. Got the lounge? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the whole. Oh, it's like in the movie airport. Okay. Now, we had a first class seat. If you want to reference 1971. But yeah. your, okay. <laughs> your seats are probably going to be are you going to have the sleeping pods? Mm hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yep. Oh, yeah. Now, see, we had first-class seats, and they told you how they reclined. I did all my research. I knew the degrees that which it reclined. I knew how wide the seats were. I knew how – well, there was a problem. Those seats recline and become a bed under one condition. You're under 5'9". I sat in the seat, and it reclined, and my head hung off the back or the top, and from my knees down, hung off from the bottom. Oh. So it was oh. not at all comfortable. Like Ned in his bed and Dr. Seuss. Exactly. That's exactly what it was like. It was just... (laughs) And then (laughs) what really bothered us was there was this little tiny woman who had two seats all to herself. She put on the socks. She put on her little sleeping mask. And she curled up with a blanket and like disappeared into the seat. And there were John and I with our heads sticking out and our legs sticking out. (laughs) Tell me about the sleeping pods. What's that? Is that a... Well, I don't know. I've never seen one. So So you didn't. But it's... You know, these are sleeper seats. So... And it's got the little... You know, cover over your head. So. Yeah, it's a, you're supposed to be able to completely block yourself out yeah. and also lay flat. So they you put you sleep, to sleep for the flight. Turn the lights out completely. Yeah, I'm, I was going to ask for an IV drip of propofol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too I soon. just had that last week. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. As a matter um. of fact, as I was being wheeled into the operating room, the anesthesiologist said to me, We're going to give you the same drugs, drugs Michael Jackson had. Have we're going to give you Michael Jackson's milk. Exactly. <laughs> Ew. Oh, God. Um, now, what we're going to be doing is um, I, I'll be blogging, obviously, throughout the trip. How often, I, I'm not promising. Um, depends on what kind of Internet connection I have. Um, be doing a lot of updates on Facebook. So if uh, you're not friends with Walter and I on Facebook and you want to follow us, you need to go do that. Um, you, we have links in the show notes page to everybody's Facebook, or those of us with Facebook pages. Uh, we have links to those in the show notes page. And we need a picture of the water going down the drain the other way That's well yeah now deal. i've upgraded to the uh the video iphone so oh, cool. i can take video of the toilet flushing with my iphone should it be empty or should well, it, have? it should be empty. <laughs> well, how much will we get the actual visual yeah, of the yeah. water spin? i have to put something in there okay um you know. now what if i have problems get a tootsie roll <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> or a baby I, are you gonna take my calls 
If no. I have problems with John no. while you're gone. No. <laughs> you're on your own. If I have problems woman, with John. Woman, you've been working for me for over a year now. You're on your own. <laughs> like what? John's looking at me. <laughs> He's pinching me. So... Yeah, we're really excited. We're really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm nervous about the trip. Um, Do you like your new iPhone? Uh, yeah, love it, Um, Mister Non Sequitur. Um, (laughs) But uh, you know, I'm nervous about being so far away from home for that long. It's just, it's something I've never done before. Are you gonna like? I mean, I know you're gonna blog, but are you gonna try for yourself to like write what happened every day, like a journal? Just to I'm not a journal kind of guy. Yeah. Um, I tend to journal with a video camera. Okay. Um, you know, but I'll. Uh, we'll see. I'm not. You know what? Um, a good part of this needs to be relaxing for me. Oh, and most definitely. so you know, I'm, I'm going to blog when I feel like blogging. We have video of our trip. It looks Stop. like the Blair Witch Project. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> it's because you let the bumble loose with the video camera. Stop. You know, he's, he's gotten much better. He has gotten much better. His, his more recent videos have been, you know, very, very steady. You have to but take drama now. I yeah. think we need a show and tell. He needs to bring yeah, the money sometime. Because I, I try to do the first-person experience of it. So are you on water? And yeah, was it e- even or? though it's just because the way John walks is boom. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, uh, after about 10 minutes, you want to th- you throw up your dinner. So Your dinner. Shut up. There's something outside the tent. <laughs> what I think is going to happen on this trip is what happened on our trip. You don't need to really do a journal or anything like that. Everything you do is very memorable. And I think that including all if of you have, um, If you have the brain cells, <laughs> I need help there. So If you don't, there's a doctor at the Grand Floridian. <laughs> you can check your brain. There's, um, it's, it's, all very, it's all a very sensory experience, especially... If, for going someplace so completely But they're going to make me talk to strange people, aren't they? All the time. All the time, from sunup to sundown. You're going to love just, it, because people are going to know who you are. No, they're not. They're not. They're not, and I don't want to tell them. They're going to know I don't, who you are. I'm looking, I'm looking so... I'm just... It's. I don't know. I'm looking very forward to this. Looking very forward. Could you buy it. khaki clothes or something fun looking that can make you fit into the outback? Oh. What do you think I'm going to put put on a cowboy hat and spurs? Yeah, I want you to wear a little hat. Do you know something that we found very, very helpful? We um, bought pants where the pants zipped off the bottom. The the shorts they, start, they zipped off and became shorts. Oh, you just to wear those. And mm. believe it or not, they were extraordinarily helpful. We visited a lot of duomos, um, cathedrals, and some of them have rules where you couldn't go in in shorts. So I would tuck the bottoms in the backpack. And it was warm when we were there, warm enough for shorts, so we would zip the bottoms on and off. And we found those to be quite useful. Mm. <laughs> I don't, Look at his face. I don't think there's any cathedral tours on the Australian. Yeah. I don't know, but you might have to go someplace I, where I you probably, are. I probably like spontaneously combust if I walked into a cathedral anyway. So. That's what we thought. Yeah. I told you what happened. The one stopped me at the door and said, no homo in the Duomo. <laughs> <laughs> In St. Peter's Cathedral, I was exhausted. And I sat, they had these huge round um, columns. You sat in the Pope's chair, didn't you? No. Oh, no. No, it was at the bottom of this, these huge columns. There were these like things that stuck out made of marble. And I kind of sat on one of those. And uh, one of the Swiss guard told me on my feet or on my knees, there was no sitting. No sitting. <laughs> 
and then John had oh my uh, wow then John that, I would look at him and go is that a, is that a proposition <laughs> John almost I did I'm not Catholic I'm just not and I filled my water bottle in the holy water fountain oh, oh you did not <laughs> but you have to understand the holy water fountain was this giant clamshell with two angels spitting water you into made that up did you no, really he really did he went over this plastic bottle and before he filled it up oh I stopped him oh my god Kevin I was Episcopalian you got to him I got to him I said what are you doing I'm Methodist <laughs> I would know yeah. not to fill my bottle with holy water it looked like I was going to call it happy water Samantha <laughs> Max is doing the Samantha Brown told me before I went that all of the fountains in Rome were drinkable water because they came down via the aqueducts mm-hmm. and if you saw a fountain that it was drinkable water but in a church well this isn't like a church that I've ever seen this is like the but vehicle you know it was a church it is it's like the vehicle assembly Boy, building over at Nassau uh, Please, he's being Nassau. prosecuted here. Um, I, you know what you were doing. I swear, I swear I did not. I swear I did not know it was heretic. I, I didn't know what holy water was. Must be okay though, because he's he's here. Blasphemer or whatever. Holy water. One of well, these. Yeah, I don't think I'll be going into too many. Yeah, probably not. I don't think they have the Vatican in the. No. One of the things I've been doing the last couple of weeks is I've been getting the Australian uh, Pope. Uh, I've been getting the, the Dreams of Lemon Travel site. The uh, different adventures loaded into our system. And I think one of the things is when you read about these, they really sound exciting. I mean, except for the one that's out west that has no appeal to me at all. I read these and I go, oh, I want to do that. And that one in Costa Rica. Uh, Yeah, I I want John to go ziplining through the Costa Rican The one in Costa Rica doesn't do it for me either. But for the most part, they sound so much fun and the things they have. And like the big bug walk or whatever it's called. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm I'm really – I'm trying to keep – I'm trying to keep a very open mind. I'm trying to manage my expectations. I keep hearing, you know, people say that, you know, the hotels outside the U.S. are not always what we're used to. That, you know, they they tend to be different in other countries. So, you know, the biggest culture shock for us was toilets, and that's not a joke. It was a culture shock. One of the things about this type of trip, though, is that. It's so exciting to go to someplace so culturally different than what you're used to. As long as I can have everything American <laughs> while I'm there. I want American food. I want American hotels. See, for me, I think that was the, for, for me, that was the best part. Was things were so wild. I'm just afraid they're gonna, like, everything's going to be like kangaroo and Vegemite. <laughs> you know, and panda. Do That's we, China. Oh, we can't eat. Uh, oh, yeah, it's koala. Koala. Panda, <laughs> make me eat panda. We we bought. Um, now you're going someplace where they speak English. Thank God. Uh, we went. We tried to learn a couple of words to uh, a couple of words I think in we Italian. Did well, I think I we did, did well. Very well. We were in a little store, and John was trying to buy cheese, and they told us you can't ship, you can't purchase um, dried meat and ship it back to the United States, but you could pick, you could purchase cheese. So John, John was trying to purchase cheese in this little shop in Orvieto and he the man was trying to help him and the man spoke no English and John's Italian stopped at, please, thank you. And my name is John. Um, so John's trying to help figure out how to get the ship or how to get him to ship the stuff back to the United States. And this other gentleman decided he was going to help John and John kept trying to explain to him that he wanted to ship cheese to the United States. And this man finally explained to him that he had to go to Naples or Milan. And John stood there looking at him like, you only mail stuff from Naples or Milan? <laughs> <laughs> that would be like telling us, well, you can only have to go to Texas or yeah. Alaska. And 
we we went back and forth and come to find out the man thought ship meant port. And he wanted to know where the ships were, and they were in Naples oh, or up by Milan. And actually put it on a ship. Like a cruise ship. Yeah. 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 Needless to say, we didn't bring home any cheese. <laughs> okay. No cheese for you. Really? We had our share in Italy. I think you're going to have a great time. I do, too. Now, I know we're, uh, you know, Walter said that they have uh, finalized uh, arrangements for a meet on the 19th of September in Sydney. Um, but I, I don't have that. I don't have those details here. We'll post it on the boards or ask somebody to post it on the boards um, if any of our Australia listeners want to join us. It is definitely happening the 19th, Saturday the 19th, uh, in Sydney. Uh, just the where and the details and the time, I'm not sure yet. But Just meet him in Sydney. Really? Show up in Sydney. On I'll that just, corner. I'll, 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 go through, I'll go through the center of town on a float <laughs> waving. <laughs> a big shoe. <laughs> yeah, a big show like in Priscilla. <laughs> Singing opera. Um, or ABBA. But yes, the, the show will be in, in, in John's hands for, for three weeks, which I'm sure excites some of you. Good, he's gone. But uh, a look of fear on their faces around the round table. What will he do to us? So I want to get a plug in. Okay. Uh, I've been entering a lot of uh, only information for the adventures by Disney into the Dreams Unlimited Travel website, and we've got... Um, a really cool pricing calculator there. So if you're interested in how much these adventures cost and you're thinking about booking one, you can just go through, plug in the adventure, plug in the dates, no obligation, no anything, and you can see the price. So, And the terms and conditions and all that good stuff. So, And our adventure just is... Just make sure that when looking at the price of these that you're also taking a look at what's included. Right. Um, we put out, we've entered the daily itineraries. Because these are not inexpensive trips. They are not inexpensive. They're just... There's no way to spin that. There's just they're not inexpensive trips. So we spend a lot of time putting all that information in. Like I said, there's daily itineraries, so you can see what you're going to do every day and if that appeals to you. But um, the cool thing is, you can just go to the site and look and see how much it is, rather than having to get a quote or call up Adventures by Disney and find out how much it is. Um, we are running a promotion at the moment, uh, up to a $500 American Express gift card, depending on the adventure for booking through Dreams Unlimited Travel. So if you book through us, and you, you'll get that gift card. The good thing is we want to do something that a little more versatile, so you can take the gift card with you on your trip. And, and use, use it to spend on right. Australian money. Exactly. They can be internationally used, so that's really cool. I also wanted to mention, too, our uh, podcast, Adventures by Disney, Backstage Magic Tour, is completely booked. We have finished finalizing all of that. Contract is done. Uh, everybody is booked into the, the group who has given us their information. That group is uh, now locked, and nobody else can go into that group. We also held the Backstage Magic Adventures by Disney that comes after the one we're doing. So the April 20th one is also being held by Dreams Unlimited Travel. We held it at the lowest rate you could hold it, so it's actually really cheap. When you compare it to all the other Backstage Magic tours, it's significant savings. So if you're interested in doing that, um, go to the site, sign up for it, and get in on it. If, if we, we get, get enough people, right. even if it's not a full group, right, um, we'll still do it. We'll do. We'll set a number out there that says if we get X number of people, then what we'll do is we'll just extend our vacation by another week. For, for you people, we'll do that. We'll stay right. in California an additional week. And right. see the, yeah. What a you know, sacrifice. It's, it's, it is. It is. It's you know what part of what we have to do, but 
Saturday. And we'll do back-to-back adventures with you yep. and have a good time. So, But I just want to point out that this is a really good price. And this is several hundred dollars off of their regular price at the moment. And that's because we held it. That's No one else is going to be able to get that price unless you book it through us. If you book this adventure, if they open it on your own, on their own, and we don't take all the spots, you're going to pay the higher price. I also want to mention, too, um, I mentioned we were doing a uh, gift card for Adventures by Disney. We can't do that for the folks who booked our uh, podcast one, and we can't do it for the, the April 20th one because of the special pricing we're getting and costs involved in that. And also for you folks going on the the podcast one we've got some stuff planned so yeah we can't really afford to uh you know do all the extra stuff we want to do and give you a gift card and all that stuff so so you mean there'll be extra stuff added too there's going to be extra stuff added too oh it's gonna be very very cool but i wanted to get that in there and let you know that go to the website check it out see what the pricing is these are they 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 call them uh firsts of a lifetime trips I mean, we still talk about our Italy trip all the time and how wonderful it was. So, I'm still in contact with some of the people we traveled with. I get Christmas cards from people. and Yeah, I don't, I, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be surprised, I think. Uh, I'm sure they'll be very nice. And 20 minutes after I get home, I won't know who they are. But I'm bad with that stuff. You know I'm bad with that stuff. Who's I'm, worse than him? Me. Oh. Me. I am absolutely worse with that. I'm terrible. I'm terrible about keeping in touch. I'm terrible with that stuff. Always have been. So that's why I stopped kidding myself. I would love to be on a fly at the wall on the wall at the get to know you party. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to think of what my identity is going to be. Favorite, our favorite part of that was we went around the room and you know you talked a little bit about what you do and all that stuff, and then about 15 minutes into it, this couple came in. They had, were doing other stuff during the day, and they showed up a little bit late to the welcome party. And they sat down, and they kind of kind of caught their breath, and they heard Kevin and I talk, and they said, "You're Kevin and John from the podcast." No, you see, I'll die. And from that moment forward, it was like, "Who are these people? <laughs> what is wrong with them?" <laughs> and you know me, I'm really shy. <laughs> I'm yeah. Shy and yeah. reserved. So I, I sort of became the mouthpiece. What do you think the odds are? Well. I think you're going to meet some great folks, and I think you're going I mean, to meet do, some do you friends. think do you think I'll, there'll be any listeners? Oh yeah, on this really? Oh yeah, somebody's going mm-hmm. to recognize you. Yeah, yep. If not from no. the podcast, from the website, no. I bet you you'll get at least one or two people who know you from the boards. Yep. Make believe you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not. I am. No, really, I'm not. <laughs> yes, I am. So, all right. Well, that's uh, that's what's going on for my uh, for our Australia trip. We'll move on to talking about something other than me and my three weeks in Australia. I'm trying to make you all jealous, Kathy. What's going on with the uh, Golden Horseshoe Review? I actually went over there the first night they opened for dinner. I had gone a couple weeks earlier and did the lunch, so we went over and did the dinner. Um, if you're a fan of Liberty Tree Tavern, you'll like the Diamond Horseshoe Review dinner it's the same food it's basically yes it comes out of the same kitchen and it's served by the the servers from liberty tree and it's an all you care to eat 
dinner. It's not a buffet. They bring it to your table. They brought out a um, little triangular-shaped, pewter-shaped um, salad bowl with a really nice salad with a strawberry vinaigrette in it, and you could get as much of that as you wanted, um, a bowl of rolls and butter. Um, again, did you they, have to ask for them special? No, but when we did Liberty Tree the week before, we had to ask for rolls because they didn't bring them out. So there must be there, there's that conspiracy about rolls, but they did bring them out for the uh, the dinner, and they did the review the the area where it's at. Um, the tables for lunch were just normal wood tables. For dinner, they put a nice white tablecloth on, and they give you a, a red napkin it looked it looked really nice in there is there a show going on do they no. do the show no like every five minutes or so the um like the player piano or whatever that is up on the stage what a shame they don't do the show anymore yeah really yeah and you can't go upstairs it's all on the first level but it was funny because our conversation every time we'd start to talk um when the music was playing we felt like we were in a like old-timey movie or something it just it adds something to the like player piano music. Yeah, yeah. You just felt like you were Western. Not, yeah. yeah, like a silent movie kind of a. Cool. Kathy got up, jumped on top of the piano, started yeah. doing her vamp routine. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about that, but I was thinking um, more calamity Jane. But okay. <laughs> but they there's a like a desk when you walk in, and they oh, had too all, nice. <laughs> I love that movie. They had um, menus there, so if you wanted to, you know, see what you were getting into before you sat down but um <laughs> you know because i couldn't believe how many people came up because there's a sign there's a, a menu board outside the restaurant that says what they're serving and then people came in and like well what do you have and it, it is just a fixed menu you can't order like you do at liberty tree tavern but um are you sitting with strangers no you all have your own okay. table and it's 29.99 it, it, it wasn't a, a bad meal but i'm they, sorry i have to interrupt <laughs> I have to interrupt. I just got an email. Uh-oh. Uh, unplugged.com, our blog, is a 2009 Gold Magellan Award winner. Oh, cool. Wow. wow. What does that mean? Does uh, that mean money for us, if anything? No. It doesn't mean money, but uh, they're actually going to be posting it. Uh, there'll be an, uh, an official announcement we made uh, Tuesday, September 1st, and uh, with a complete list of winners. But, yes, we are uh, – our blog – Congratulations, Miss Kathy. Miss cool. Kathy Whirling. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's nice. Our blog that's is a 2009 Gold Magellan Award winner in the online travel services wow. blog category. Gold Magellan. Wow. Cool. Is that where you, I can say like, "You like us. You really like really? us." <laughs> or you could do the Kathy Griffin acceptance speech. <laughs> no. No, I don't think I want to do <laughs> no, that. No, I don't think so. So sorry to interrupt, but that's I thought cool. that would be really yeah. cool. So breaking news. Very, very yeah. cool. I'm very wow. happy about that. So anyway, then um, they bring out the the main course, and it's a, a platter that had turkey. Um, it was p- smoked pork loin, but they refer to it as ham. It looked more sort of. It didn't look like ham, and it didn't look like pork. It was sort of like in between. It was like pinker than pork. But not as pink. If as you pink. can't identify it, no, don't eat it. Really? I know exactly what you're talking about. It's that sort of pressed roll that they use. like. It's like yeah. you know what I'm talking about. It's like pressed meat. Yeah, it, it, it no, it looked more like a pork chop. Did it, it really? Yeah, you know, without the the bone. But then they had um, flank steak, so you got like a little bit of each, and underneath they had like a, a mound of their herbed stuffing, which I don't know. I'm. 
I know I've talked about this before, but that's my style of eating. I don't like fussy stuff like that. I like that stuffing. If it's the same Liberty Tree. Yeah, that was good. it is. I enjoyed that. And, you know, every time they brought something out, it was like, do you want more? Do you need more? Can you have more? Um, and then we had like a, a bowl, like a soup bowl of mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese. And everybody says it's Stouffer's mac and cheese, but my daughter loved it. Again, she's probably not real picky on mac and cheese, but... It, it was real good. And Any then vegetables? Oh, we yeah, get a, was, I'm sorry, we get a statuette. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Oh, we can have that over here on the on the shelf. Or... No, I'm going to carry it around with me. Oh, that works. Statuette. Is there an award ceremony? No. Oh. Is there a red carpet? No. But there's a statuette. Oh, that's cool. I've never gotten a statuette before. Do you have a picture of it? No. I'm just reading the email. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. a statuette cool. before. Uh, well, from Disney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't count. All right. Yes, they did have vegetables. It was green beans. <laughs> was so, it a statuette made out of vegetables? <laughs> you know, it was green beans, and they were okay. You know, I, they say seasonal vegetables, so I guess it could change, but it wasn't really inspired in the vegetable category. So the meats were pork and steak, and there was no turkey or chicken? There was turkey. There was turkey. Turkey, the pork, and the um, flank steak. And they gave you, you know, there was just two of us, so it wasn't like they gave us. And I didn't look to see what everybody else got, but probably what they do is bring out two of those or three of those to a table. They usually do, like, if there's more people in the party, you get more pieces, individual pieces. Because then when we asked for seconds for, like, some of the meat, they just brought out a whole other platter. Which was sort of sad because that, like, a lot of it went to waste. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have just brought it. And then for dessert, um, it was an apple cobbler with ice cream. So I thought for twenty nine ninety nine, drink included, soft drink, soft drink was included, and iced tea, that kind of things. And I think they had the, you know, the fancy bottled water that you Heavy could get on, for yeah. that you could get for extra. But four dollars and fifty cents. I just we had a. I remember putting that. On. Yeah, <laughs> we had a, a great waiter that you know fussed all over us and you know it seemed like people you know like things moved really fast you know obviously you know they have this ready in the back but um the restaurant was full so did you have an advanced dining reservation yes yes i made one um so it's a set time or you can just walk in at any time well i'm sure you could do a walk-up but I went ahead and made a reservation beforehand. I mean, it's like one it's dinner not, It's time. not dinner seating. It's not no, 5.15. It's, no, it's like a time. Like dinner's like, at 5 or dinner's at No, seven. it's not like that. You, you know, if you were in the park and wanted to come up, they would oh, okay, seat you if there okay. was a table. Teresa, Disney never gives you 5 or 6 or 7. Well, that's it's always like 5 a week. Right. But I'm thinking yeah. that hoop-de-doo thing. You know, that was... Right. right where there right. are special yeah. seating. Right. No. That's what I was thinking. No. Okay. People were coming and going while we were seated. And they had, you know, like tables for two and then they had bigger ones so that if you're you know small party you're more than welcome but cool it was it, you know i really so they gave you one uh table service credit Correct. so 30 bucks per person yeah i thought i mean we paid i mean we weren't on a dining plan we thought it was worth the money just for two though you get a family in there that'd be kind of pricey i think this is more because they need dining locations for free dining, so they sort of created this so oh, that okay. people think it's. It sounds okay. I mean, it doesn't sound like it's, you know, woohoo, anything really fancy. But 
Well, it's also, option. you know, option. if you thought you wanted to go to Liberty Tree, I mean, there's enough atmosphere in the Diamond Horse. Because I wanted, I did lunch there a couple of weeks ago just because every time I've ever walked by, it's been closed. I'd never been in there before. So I went in to see what it looked like. And it's a really pretty place. I like the inside of Diamond Horse. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, with the, the old time, I mean, the attention to detail again that Disney puts into the places and with the, the chairs and the tables. and they cut just, the backs off the chairs? <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually had backs on our chairs. So it was real nice. How fancy. So, and I also got the chance um, Monday, McDonald's. Again, we're, we're, we're speaking to my level here. Um, they rehabbed the one over by All Star, the All Star restaurants, and All Star Resorts. Yeah, that, sorry about that. Sorry. Um, and I had gone by when they were doing the construction, and I'm like, oh, that looks really ugly. And then when I went over, it's not your mom's McDonald's anymore. It's really nice, it's cool looking. You know, it's one of those kind of places that, like, if you were meeting somebody and you needed to have like a little mini meeting or something. They had the real nice chairs outside, and inside they have, it looks like it would be at the Contemporary with the tables and the chairs, and they had a couple TVs that people were watching, and they have, like, bamboo planted outside, and as it starts to grow, it's going to be really neat looking inside, but they also had, like, a wall that had it, and then they had, like, um, people doing, um, boy, skateboarding, like, pictures and stuff on the, like, banks coming down off the ceiling. It just didn't look like mcdonald's at all and it was a little more expensive but if you're tired of park food it was it was good so i have pictures up i did a blog about mcdonald's so it's up and i'll put some pictures up about diamond horseshoe so that's my two restaurant stories commentaries yes cool (laughs) cool well thank you very much for that kathy we're going to move on to Mr. Risa Eccles, who had a chance to go see... Lanuba. Lanuba. Love to say that. So, did you like the oh uh, freakish French clowns? Okay. I was worried about going because of how many times I've heard you say freakish French clowns. And I don't really care for clowns. But, and when it started, Walter leaned over, because Walter and I went. He leaned over and said, these are really the only clowns you're going to see. And it was kind of lame in the beginning with the two guys in the boxes, you know. It's just like a warm-up, though. I know, yeah. but it just, when I first saw it, I thought, oh, my Lord, it is just clowns. But then you get into it, and I just loved it. But the clowns go away? They appear occasionally to, you know. Freak you out. Do weird things, you know. Okay. Like, They're sort of like a comic relief in, <laughs> yeah. in between the acts. Okay. They come out and Filler. they do little bits and little things with the yeah. audience to get the audience going while they set up for the next. Okay. okay. You know, like one time they came out and one was like in a giant baby stroller and was throwing his stuff out and the other one was, that was kind of weird. But overall, oh my gosh, I would recommend it for anybody. Our seats, we were down second row off to the right, the very far right, which was not a good seat. Um, we were right underneath the trapeze. Why in the world were you so close? I don't know. I mean, when I when I called to get the seats, I had I had not looked at the seating arrangement. But they say there's no bad seat in there. The place. No, I mean they I lie. liked it. I like rugs. I liked it. This oh, the only thing good about the seats is you could see the detail on their clothes and the makeup, and I liked that. But the fact that you could look up and see the bottom end of the trapeze mm. people kind of, and they were like standing right over our Something heads. Something you missed though 
we always tell people take the the second set of seats back oh, yeah. after the break because in the beginning the some of the acts walk out mm-hmm. around the back. So oh yeah, sort of yeah. I was craning my neck. Walter kept saying, "Look around." I said, "Oh my right. god, I'll wait till they get to the other side. And I can see them." And you can't see the overall picture from where we were. We were having to look up, and you know, you couldn't get the full view. But it was absolutely wonderful. The little Titan man, I did not like. The little creepy man in the little suit. You remember that one? Titan man. It's like a little giant monster man that comes out and kind of walks slowly through I the whole I call him thing. the muscle man. Okay, yeah. well, he's called the Titan. Yeah. He the last time I of... saw that show, he had the worst B.O. I've ever smelt in my entire well, life. Yeah, this little dude right here. For those... Well, they're the French. They don't paint. For people who don't know. They pour bottles of cologne all over themselves. For people who don't know, this is not a traditional circus. No. I'm sorry if there are any French people listening. <laughs> I'm trying to move on. <laughs> Well, the whole story behind it is the cleaning ladies coming in to clean the attic, and all these circus-type things come to life. And I was just fascinated. There was so much going on. I'll have to go back several times to catch it How long is the show? Um, I want to say about an hour and 40 minutes, maybe an hour and 30 minutes. Wasn't. It, it seemed longer than it was. When I got up, I thought, oh, my gosh, it's got to be late, but it wasn't that I long. understand Stella was absolutely enamored with the program. Oh, she was. It's dog-eared. She just loved the little girls, the little, um, what do you call them, Diablo or something like that. Think she'd enjoy seeing it? Oh, yes. In fact, I've told my children, instead of Christmas presents this year, <laughs> they're going to go see Lanuba. No, we have some extra tickets if you want to take her. Oh, I mean, she's just, and she's walked around throwing spools and thread in the air and <laughs> trying to. Pashmina, Pashmina. Yeah. <laughs> never forget that, her running through my, my stateroom on the cruise with that thing on her head going, Pashmina, Pashmina, Pashmina. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she makes strange children. <laughs> <laughs> You're an exception, Max. He's in me. Well, then Max You're started running through strange. with the Pashmina, Pashmina, Pashmina. <laughs> But it was just wonderful. I mean, my pashmina matches my girl pants. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna respond That's to okay. that. Max, we'll get your crisis counseling. We promise. It's <laughs> gonna need it. But um, he's gonna be Max, the intern. He has to take all the interviews. <laughs> Walter told me I was gonna love it, and there was there was nothing bad about it. In my opinion, I I describe it to people as they they sort of went out and they tried to find people with the most unusual talents. That are the most. They said, "Do what's some strangest thing you can do?" Now come and we're going to make a show about it. No, <laughs> I think I like the music better than sound like a pig. No, that wasn't for you. Oh. It's like, what's the strangest thing you can do? Oh, that wasn't meant for you. Really? God. It's visually exciting. There's right. always something going on. But it, and the music, and the music is just. I saw that show twice. Before I found out, all of that music and singing is live. Did you know that? Oh, I know it, yeah. It's incredible. In fact, you're talking about Australia. The little dude that sings way up at the top with all the makeup on, my, when I first saw him and heard him, I thought of Priscilla of the Desert. That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, my gosh. It's like Because I didn't, I didn't realize it was singing live until I looked around. Then you could see the band was right behind us. But it Kathy, was, it's all like extreme acts. There's acrobats. There's... Um, Two guys on bicycles. Two guys on bicycles. Oh my gosh. Who do tricks? Kathy, when tricks. you go with the. Uh, okay. You take care. We're going. Okay. Because Walter said he said he said I always sit down front and I want to sit up farther because I always get a bicycle wheel in my face and I didn't know what he meant until that wheel 
the guy on the bike comes flying over. And it's like right up in oh, your geez. face. I mean, this guy's like right up in your face. And these four little guys. Uh, radio show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You visuals. <laughs> Look at these little guys. The four little guys, the nuts that were through the whole thing. They were like the little helper people. They were cool. I've seen. You gotta go, lot. Pete. Have you seen this, Pete? No, and I'm not going. Oh, so. you've never been. The only time when the, they go, the only time I have been to see Cirque du Soleil was when you dragged me away from a blackjack table in Las Vegas and made me go see Mystere. But see, this is that, better. And then I was, I was just like, it for you, right? this is like two hours of my life. I'm never getting back. Well, I don't like. I, you know, I've said it a million times. I am not a fan of performance art. It's just a thing for me. It's just something I don't like. This particular show is not like any other. Cirque du Soleil show. It's really geared towards uh, families and I fun will and be excitement. I bored not, out of my mind inside of 30 minutes. It's not artsy. It's none of that. It's no. all very exciting, very high energy. I laughed. I cried. I listened to Walter clap as loud as I've ever heard a human clap. Continually. Yeah, he gets excited about that. I mean, was like, Three weeks in Australia, he's, he's, like, a, he's like he's comatose. <laughs> I've seen a lot of... Little, oh, take him to see freaky French clowns. <laughs> I've seen lots of... No, it was... <laughs> I've seen lots of Cirque du Soleil shows. Far and away the best one ever. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have nothing to compare it to, but, boy, I'll, I'll be going back, whether I can drag anybody with me or not. I went and saw... Oh. Oh. That's it. I don't have anything after that. Okay. <laughs> so you enjoyed it? Oh, my gosh, yes. And you it was well worth the money. Um, yeah, because prices on this are ranging right now from 67 to $103 a person, depending on where you are. Is it worth $100 a seat? Oh, I think so. Absolutely. Really? I think so. And I know there's a military discount. Mm-hmm. And there's a Florida resident discount, too. There is. Is. Right now they're running a special for Florida residents. Um Get a ticket. Second one's $25 up until, I think, mid of October. For those of you who have not been in the theater, the theater is a half circle. The closer you can sit to the center of that half circle and further back, you will get a better view. This is not something, I agree with Teresa, it's not something you're want going to want to be too close to see. It's something that halfway back or even further than halfway back, you're going to see the entire uh the entire visual scope. Yeah. The only thing that I really liked my seat was at the end when they all came out and they were all standing at the edge of the stage around the whole half circle. The people right in front of you, you were making eye contact with them. Oh, neat. And we had um, one of the little girls was right in front. I mean, they, they dispersed us so everybody had a little bit of everything. But one of those little girls, man, she was looking right at me and I was like tearing and crying and just oh, wow. freaking out. Oh, my gosh. You were so wonderful. And she was missing her teeth, which made it even cuter, you know. Mm-hmm. Those spools move fast. <laughs> I'm assuming you say they fell out naturally. But. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, they're trainer. <laughs> we've, we've had this discussion. Yeah, they're all six and seven. They were tiny. I, I know they're older than they probably look. They're all 45. Oh, I believe <laughs> But I got to do a backstage, uh, a hospitality thing one time. I worked for a different company, and... They had hospitality days where you were allowed to go on tours of Disney areas. And this is before I worked for um, Dreams Unlimited and the Diz. And we took a backstage tour. That theater is really amazing. This theater is um, 
purpose built just for right. the Nuba. And the um, the rehearsal space that they have in the back, they have flying space because there are people on trapeze mm-hmm. and things like that that runs from the basement all the way up to the top of the, the building. They also have their own medical center for these uh, performers it. within the building. Just mm. incredible. The way the stage opened up and changed so many times. At the end, it was like runways of trampoline. A building appeared. A building disappeared. You know, it was... And is it, look, you know, I'm, I am definitely in the vast minority. Uh, almost everyone who sees that show loves it. Oh, yeah. When I, rarely posted on, ever hear. when I posted on Facebook, we were going, they were like, you'll love it, you'll love it. Don't listen to yeah, me. I'm I, like, okay. No, I'm not telling anybody not to go. I'm just saying, you know, personally, my tastes, it's not what I'm into. I could do If I'm going to spend $100 to go to the theater, I want to see a play. I want to see a musical. I don't want to see... Well, this had a storyline, too. Well, I'm sure it does, but... In music. And music, phenomenal. Just music. not my, not my thing. So I could do it well, two or three glad, times a year. Well, I'm sure you could. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, glad you enjoyed it. I um, did. You know, I know Walter enjoyed it. So, you know, it's all that matters. You had a good time. Doesn't matter whether I like it or not. We did have a wonderful time. Well, good. Evening good. out with my brother-in-law. <laughs> all right. Well, that is going to do it for our show this week, folks. Um, I won't be back for another three weeks or so so you guys take care and uh i'll be calling in while we're gone but uh, john will be taking over in the center seat next week uh so we will be back with you again next week with another edition of the diz unplug roundtable thanks for listening everybody and remember stay out of the damn lakes <laughs> <laughs>